Hi, Mrs. Weizig. As you know, I'm Nathan Weizig, and I attend Marysville High School. I'd like to ask you a quick, like to do a quick interview with you about the topic of injustices. Couple questions: Which high school did you attend? Indian Lake High School. When you were attending high school, did you ever experience bullying? Not directly, but indirectly, maybe. Um, yes, to a limited degree. Um, the term bullying was not widely used then, and there were certainly fights at school, and there was drama, and people who were um, ongoingly trying to annoy, disrupt, or cause distress to individuals. Um, who was really the target of this bullying? Was it anybody in specific? Um, honestly, oftentimes it tended to be relational. Um, so, for instance, if a couple broke up and somebody else uh, was the reason for that breakup, there would be a group of guys or a group of girls who would go after the new person um, who was involved in the relationship. That's one classic example. Another example would be someone who looked um, different from the other group. Um, so I would say someone who didn't fit in because they um, honestly didn't practice good hygiene or they acted strangely in addition to that um, for a number of different reasons, but essentially someone separated from the herd. Mm -hmm. Were there many or any African-American students in your high school? There was absolutely zero. <laughs> what field of work did you pursue, and was there any better opportunity for you? Wait, and was there any better opportunity for you over anyone else because of your skin color? Um, I would say that I went on to college, was undecided initially. I finished my undergraduate degree in, um, with a Bachelor of Arts and in, went on to do my master's degree in public administration. The advantages for my skin color may have been there but were unapparent to me as a high school student. I would also say that when considering things like student aid or um, financial aid from a college, from high school, um, while uh, skin color or race may be included in that decision based on the university um, with an attempt to incorporate diversity on campus, I would say there's also other considerations. Uh, culture, ethnicity are very different than just skin color. So religious beliefs, um, socioeconomic areas of our state that may be underserved, such as Appalachia, um, those types of things are also considered and not necessarily just based on race. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Over the years, have you noticed a change in racial discrimination? Um, well, I can only speak to my own experiences, and I haven't lived far from home during those years. I would say that there has always been racial discriminations in um, our country, and sometimes people forget that we are still dealing with that and have always dealt with that. And while people may assume that it's getting worse, I would say that's contributed to a number of different factors, but I'm naive in that way. Um, I would say that access to guns and um, the media's observation and penetration in our lives with those uh, stories continues to flare. And so perhaps those things have always gone on, but our understanding of it, our awareness of it is much more heightened 
given the coverage of those things. I absolutely agree. Um, have you seen any protests ever against or for segregation? I have not. Not live. Mm-hmm. Um, if one of your grandchildren or children were racist, how would you react? Oh, you know what? That's not true. I am going to back up. So I was in D.C. Um, during for work-related stuff during one year that there was a very large um, march in the city related to women's rights. So while your question was specific to race, I would mm-hmm. say that it, as a protest, it was related to women's rights. And I do remember that story. You yeah. showed me the pictures of it, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you remember the views of race that your grandparents had? Um, yes. I would say that my grandparents... I only remember primarily one set of grandparents, um, and my, both of them graduated from the eighth grade. They had limited education, limited exposure to other cultures, my mother spoke specifically about traveling to the South on one occasion with her parents and segregation of bathrooms and of restaurant seating and of uh, water fountains was still actively in place. And I remember her saying that Grandpa was particularly uncomfortable because he didn't know, like, what was what. Um, and there were just slang terminology used at that time when I was a small child um, that was related to African Americans specifically that is not used now. And um, not in my immediate home, but just in other places. But now I almost never hear those, those terminologies. Mm-hmm. And I would just say that there's just a great deal of um, uncertainty or uncomfortableness with my grandparents. And I never heard the subject because we didn't have any exposure to that. We lived in a very rural, all-white farm community that was Mennonite and um, pretty conservative. Absolutely. All right, I have one last question for you, Mr. Weising. Do you think racism in the world will ever be completely eradicated? Um, racism as in um, being negative toward a particular race, probably no. Um, But I hope that we will continue to identify different races and celebrate different races. Um, I think sometimes people say, well, I'm not racist. And, um, or all people are of one color to me. I don't see those differences. I hope that they're not racist, but I hope that they see those different colors and appreciate those different beliefs or ideologies um, because that's what makes us unique and and we need to, to recognize and celebrate those things. Absolutely. I agree. Thank you very much, Ms. Swizek, for your time. Thank you, Nathan Swizek, who I've never met before. Absolutely. For I your time. I've never even met you before. <laughs> Have a wonderful day.